Well, it's another random week on planet Earth. Hello and welcome to Waffle Free Storytelling. It's Tina Constant here. You know all the waffle is in the show notes. But as always, without any messing about, we're jumping into this week's story, which is called Fixing Broken Things. Now, Kalibu was a toy maker. Or more accurately, he was a toy repairer. He spent his days in his workshop chatting away to little ones who had bought their most precious things to him. He'd make them a hot chocolate, lift them onto his workshop so that they could see what he was doing, and then he would glue and mend and tighten and replace and repair and fix their toys. And while he worked, they would chat about their day, the week, the meaning of life, and why that toy was so important to them. And it wasn't just the kids who came to Kalabu with their precious things. Their parents recognized his skill and brought him their memories too. Watches and clocks, radios and gramophones and music boxes. Ask any adult how old they thought Kalabu was, and they would say that, well, it was hard to tell. <laughs> but ask any child how old they thought the toy maker was, and they would say, a hundred thousand and six at least. Now, it's not because he stooped or hobbled or wheezed. He just seemed to have an air about him that suggested he had been in the world for a very, very long time. And with all of those years came a great deal of joy. How do you stay so happy? His customers would ask. And Kalabu would laugh. He had offered them a seat by the fire, a mug of something hot, buttered toast, and he would tell them a story. By the time people left his fireside, they were warm and happy, relaxed and fed, and they had forgotten that they had asked the question at all. It was at the end of such a day, full of people bringing in broken things, and Kalibu was shutting the blinds on his workshop when there was a light tap on the door. And there on the step was a child that Kalibu had seen around town, but he hadn't properly met. The child was an orphan. That much Kalibu did know. His parents had died and his grandparents had taken him in. Day in and day out, this young boy would sit on the steps of the town centre and draw little sketches in his notebook. Minu! Kalibu said, you must be Minu. The boy's eyes clouded in an air of suspicion. How do you know? I had a dream, Kalibu said. I dreamed that a great artist would visit me today, and when I asked my dream the name of that artist, it said his name was Minu. Minu nodded satisfied with the answer, and he held up a battered, broken, scarred notebook. But I don't know if you can fix this, he said. 
like he always did. Calibu put the kettle on. He brewed two mugs of fine cocoa and hoisted Minu onto the workbench. Then he put on his magnifying glasses. He switched on a high beam light that lit up the table and he picked up his most precise tools. Hmm, he mumbled, turning each page and inspecting every inch. The drawings were detailed and honest, scaled and rich, way beyond anything you would expect from a seven-year-old child. But they were also dark and cold and full of dread and painful things and deep in the shadows and so, so alone. Can you fix my book? Minu whispered. Calibu frowned a serious frown. Then he reached to the very top shelf of his workshop and he pulled down a rough wooden box. It was full of strings and springs and bits and buttons and corners and joints and hinges. Every time I repair someone's favorite things, he said, there's always a little something left behind that needs a new home. I keep it here until I find that perfect home. And so, with Menu leaning close, Calibu got to work. He made a cover out of leather left over from a bicycle seat. A spine using hinges that once held a warm kitchen door in place. And a small clasp that used to hold a locket closed. Then Calibu stitched and sewed all the pages together, adding twenty brand new ones. Minu stared and studied every step Calibu took, his eyes big with wonder. When the job was done, Calibu handed the boy the book. Now, he said, go into town with your new book and see all the new things you can see. When those pages are full, come back so we can add some more. And so Minu went into the town square, and this time he drew a snail on his path, a spider in her web, a squirrel sitting in a quiet, quiet tree, and footprints left behind by a hurried hedgehog. Well, after some weeks, Minu went back to Calibu and handed him the book. Like he did before, Calibu lit the light on his workbench, he pulled on fine gloves, and he opened the book and flipped through the pages. And the pair chatted about the day. They talked about the animals and the bugs and the insects that Minu loved most. They talked about spiders and snails and webs. And while Minu talked, Calibu added a trim of bright beads around the edge of the cover and he replaced the clasp with a long, strong, flexible twine then he added another 20 pages, and off Minu went. The third time Minu returned with his book, the pages were filled with surprises and sunsets, people in the park, his grandparents and his dog. Then on the very last page, there was a simple, 
clean, clear portrait of his parents. This time Minu talked about his week and his days, the people he met and his family, and while he talked, Calibu pulled out a hot, glowing pen and he burned these words into the cover of Minu's book. True art in the making. With the work complete, new pages added, hot cocoa finished, Minu lifted his notebook, he tucked it under his arm and he ran into the rain to meet his friends where they carved rainbows out the sky, made mountains into stories and poured dreams into the heavens. <laughs> Calibu smiled and watched him go. The next customer was a man with a lantern that needed Calibu's attention. Watching the old toy maker, the man asked the question so many before him had asked. What is your secret, Calibu? How is it that the older you get, the happier you get? <laughs> and Calibu laughed. Isn't it obvious? He said. <laughs> well, there you go. That's it from Waffle Free Storytelling. Have a joyous, glorious, wonderful, peaceful, happy, happy week. And uh, I will see you next time with other random things happening in the universe. But before then, drop around to www.tinaconstant.com. It'll be great to see you there. There's all sorts of shenanigans happening on the site. All right, I will speak to you later and have a good one. Bye-bye <laughs> now.